Hey, it's Melinda, and welcome to the Kavana Podcast. The Hebrew word Kavana is all about living your life with intention. Each week, I'll be featuring someone who inspires me and lives each day with purpose. My greatest hope is that by listening, you too will be inspired to wake up every morning with intention. It all begins with you. Welcome to a new episode of the Kavana podcast. And I am so excited to have someone on today that I met through TikTok. You are probably one of my first TikTok friends, Libby. I just want to make sure you know that because yes, I've been following you for a really long time. And you're like, what? (laughs) So this is Libby Walker. Libby and I met through TikTok. And Libby, you are Libby Amber Walker on TikTok, also on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can be found everywhere under that name. And I, Libby, I want you to tell everybody about you and what you do. And and I want to also just make sure you know that I feel very old (laughs) when I'm hanging out with you. And you've introduced me to so many incredible Jewish TikTokers and and creators, and I just feel extremely old with all of you. So I just want to thank you for that. That's well, fine. I yeah, you are the definition of the cool Jewish mom. So yes. you are hip and fun, and and you should feel crowned. You should feel really cool. You know, the mom of moms added the mom to the chat, the real one. So yes, that's I, also I, funny when we're all like, oh, my kids do that. <laughs> Everybody yeah. else is like twenty, and I'm like, my children do that, and my kids are almost eleven and almost thirteen. They're like right on the verge. So. Bar bat mitzvah age. Yeah, my son's bar mitzvah is like literally right around the corner. It's become my whole TikTok is his bar mitzvah. It's very exciting. Goodness, Cheryl Cohen will have to send him a bar mitzvah mazels. Oh, I love it. Let's do it. All right, so Libby, tell me about you and how you got started with with your comedy and and everything you do. Perfect. So I graduated from university at Buffalo during the Panorama, Panda Express, whatever you want to call it, last May. Um, which, you know, to be from New York City, know what you want to do your whole entire life, be in a BFA for acting, have all of these interviews, and then boom, everything gets canceled, everything's shut. Um, I spent my last semester working with SNL writer Alan Zweibel, and he's done so many incredible things since. He is my absolute mentor and one of my favorite people to date. And so he became my mentor, and our classes turned into comedy lessons from him. So I was extremely inspired by everything he was teaching us. And I get off the phone with my Jewish mom one day, everyone was telling me, Libby, you have to get on TikTok. I'm like, this dancing stuff, I don't dance. I literally wanted to like die in ballet class. Like there's no way. And so everyone was telling me, Libby, like you have to, you just have to get on it. And so I was like, all right, you know, all my interviews are canceled. And I can't work in the business of theater. And I wasn't really interested in performing anymore, but I knew, you know, I had fun doing it. And like, I was ready to give it up at that point. Because if you worked in the business, you probably weren't gonna have a chance to be performing. This is really the only time in the world that you're able to do both. So (laughs) I ended up essentially having a conversation with my mom She was telling me, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? We have to set up the Zoom for Passover. Oh my God, ridiculous, this, that. And I was like, oh my God, I just get on my phone. And I was like, Jewish mothers on Passover this year. Flash forward one month later from that specific video, I did a few others. People were DMing me all over the world. And that video on Passover night was posted by TikTok on their Instagram story. Wow. I had less than 10,000 followers. 
I wake up to a message, TikTok mentioned you in a story, I was like, I am reading this wrong, like, there's just no possible way, and it, it was true, and so I was like, I have to continue to post content, I interned within casting and talent management, you know, nothing really could be full time. So I was still doing so much with TikTok, brand deals were reaching out. I thought it was a scam. I was like, why do you want my address? Why do you want to send me things? Like, I don't understand. And now it's just common nature. Like I've learned so much from it and I've been able to combine that BFA of theater and everything I know within casting and talent management and scouting when I see people on TikTok that I want to reach out to or that I want to collaborate with. And I've been like quick and witty and experienced this new like comedic side of myself that I never really explored before. I was like, last year I was like, why am I starting this? Because I am going to like give up on ideas, not like give up, but like, I don't have many more ideas because I used to do like one video a day and post that video. Now I have 300 drafts. Like, oh my God, I want to all your have my own show. So it's like, I make my own content. Yeah. I work for H TikTok. I work for Hello International TikTok. I work for TaylorMade Birthright TikTok and Lost Tribe TikTok, aside wow. from my show. So now I just have to come up with content like speed racing. And now officially, as of today, actually I can share I'm doing Meet You University's TikTok. So it's a lot. And from where I was a year ago, I would have never thought that I could make that much content at once and like be quick witted, see a trend and like figure out how to navigate with it. And it's just like, I wish I could say it's been like a struggle. It, it, was, it was almost too easy that I was like, how did I never discover this before? Like for myself, like it wasn't stressful. It was fun. It was what got me out of bed in the morning. Um, yeah during this time when it's like what do you do right what do you do with your life and you found something I like to think that that it found you you know you were thinking to yourself same thing I thought when I first got started like I don't do these dances I got a bad back I'm I I, yes I'm an old lady fine I had a bad back oh yeah my I love to dance my back since college is not happy with me but I was like, oh, what am I going to do on TikTok? I'm not dancing. I got a kid on TikTok. Fine. But it's like, by, you just had one conversation with your mom and it found you. Well, that's the thing. I was the funny kid. Like, mm-hmm. ha ha, let me good one. <laughs> but like the second I would share stories about my Jewish mom, I would have this like persona when I would tell the story and people would crack up. People were like, this is so funny, but I never realized that the two could go together. Like I was always thinking like, Oh, like I could post videos of my mom. Like she's a character. I never thought about how could I be the one doing it. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously they say when you first start TikTok, like come up with a niche. Like I was like, I don't have a niche. Yep. Boom. Has a niche. <laughs> <laughs> the niche. And what's great is it's not just the Jewish mom. The Jewish mom is, is definitely what you are known for, but right. you've taken that into a world of comedy. Like I was just telling you before we started recording how much I love your videos about campers, which is the opposite of a Jewish mom. My kids are getting ready to go to camp and every single one of those videos, except for one that I had no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) Oh no, that was a college campus one. That was was a frat one. Yeah, I was like, what the heck is she talking about with these frats? But and I went to Stern College. I went to Yeshiva University. What do I know frats? But the camp ones, each of them, I'm like, that's my child. That's my child. I remember I went to a Jewish camp also. Mm-hmm. I went to Morasha, very oh, orthodox. I know Morasha. Yeah. I went to Camp Ramah. Nayak oh, amazing. So huge, huge, huge Ramanic. Shout out to all the Ramah people who are listening. Um, I'm still in touch with them. They support mm-hmm. me. 
actually the first role I ever did that was comedy like was this role called Cave. So essentially the kids leave at Ramon Nayak at 4 p.m. and the counselors live there. And it's wow. like the only camp like that. Mm-hmm. It has camp for counselors and camp for campers. So they had a leadership role called Cave where you could organize at night things for the counselors. But it wasn't just you would organize fun things for them. You would also write papers with jokes of the week every Shabbat. So like there would be a newspaper and it would be like, let's say there was a fire drill that went awful. And let's say that, you know, they served Balintzis for lunch instead of pizza and the kids are screaming. Like we would make a joke about it in the paper, only things that camp would get. And then that was like the cave that that summer. So I did it for two summers. So I learned how to like get like witty quickly when it came to writing. But I will say that nothing I've done in my videos has been written out ever. It's all been improv. You have a gift. Not everybody has that gift of improv, but, and that's something that I like to think about all the time is that gift. Like when you have that gift, whatever it is, because everyone's different. Some people, cannot do anything unless it's planned out but sometimes you plan it out and it's incredible if i plan something out the idea planned out like i'm like oh jewish mother goes to the grocery store because i'm at the grocery store right now oh let me go home and like just work it out i love that because i'm a verbal person so if i write things sometimes i'll write something if i see it in my head like the sunscreen video Mm -hmm. i got burnt and I came home and I was like, ow, and I was putting on aloe. And then I saw the video where it's like the hope trend. So I did a video and I was like, oh no, don't worry. I'm not going to get burnt. And then it was like, Libby took all the aloe in the house. Oh. <laughs> we got really burnt. And then I was like, wait, how do I combine this with camp? Wait, campers, sunscreen. Oh my God, different campers putting on sunscreen. Brilliant. And so like, that's kind of how my brain works. Yeah, my daughter's the show off. She's the one who's like, I I did it. I have my sunscreen done. I did it all by myself. I'm like, yeah, kid. Yeah, and if, yeah. if I come up with an idea at 3 a.m., I talk into my phone. I'm like, tomorrow, make really? a video of Jewish iCarly. <laughs> I need to start doing yeah. that. Where do you, when you record those things, where do you put them? In my drafts. Oh, I delete genius. them. That's so genius because I think about things all the time at night. Yeah, I have notes yeah. on my phone because my brain works like wildfire. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, Libby, where did that come from? Like, how did you, like, what? You know, like mm-hmm. I just looked at crayons in my house and I'm like, oh, Jewish mother takes her kid to art classes. Nice. I've got a few for you, by the way, that are happening in my own life. Oh, good. With crayons. So I'm happy to give you some like real life Jewish mom experiences. I will tell yeah. you. What my daughter tends to do is she thinks of something in the moment and then needs it right there, no yeah. matter what, even if yeah. I don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And life is over because I don't have it. So yesterday it was color pen- coloring pencils. Like, what are they called again? Sure, color pencils versus markers. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What are you doing in your life? Everything's like that. So, well, I'll, I'll just start sending you all the crap that's happening in my life with my kids. As you should. Yeah, you'll just turn into videos. I tell um, everyone, I'm like, if your mom bothers you, don't be upset. Text me. Like, that's like my tagline. And I'll recreate it for you. That's genius. I love it. Okay, good. In like a comedic, a comedic way. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. This is a totally personal question. You do not have to answer. Um, but oh, the companies that you work for, you you work with their TikToks. Do you, 
Is it a business? Like, are you getting paid to work with these companies? Yes. Fantastic. So right now I am for sure. Um, I actually don't really do any videos that aren't compensated on TikTok because okay. I never want my video to show up as like a promoted page. Um, if I'm actually, what I think I'm really proud of myself for, and it says this in my media kit that was just made, shout out to my friend Kyle, who I met on Clubhouse, who like helped me figure out how to do all of that and essentially did it for me. He's a TikTok manager, just meeting like a lot of cool people there. That's great. But, I'm gonna need some uh, connection there because I don't have one and I need one. Absolutely. Yeah. And so with compensation for TikToks, like he helped me realize my worth. Mm -hmm. um, when I, what I'm really proud of, what I was saying is that when I get an idea, like when I get a product, I won't just be like, oh my God, I'm opening up the package. <gasps> oh my God, it's a game. Like, look how cute that is. And like, I won't, I won't do anything like that. Sorry, my computer's like dying. Jewish mother was not prepared. <laughs> but so I won't, I won't do anything like that. Instead, I received a dream catcher, for example. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with a dream catcher? Like what, what, how do I make this work? Mm -hmm. And I just did Jewish mom, good dream versus bad dream. Like, oh my God, would you believe I woke up? My daughter didn't call me. I couldn't find her. She wasn't married. She had no children, blah, blah, blah. Oh, just sleep with a dream catcher? Okay. Ah, oh, my daughter was married. She called me, you know? And like, so I come up with different ideas. I did one for beef jerky. And I was like, oh, wait, before you leave, don't forget. Have a snack. Give it to your friend. Protein, very good for you. I did a restaurant and I was like, oh my God, like, I wanted my daughter to go on a really good date. So I got this recommendation. Um, and I just do like a bunch of random stuff like dating apps. I was like, Jewish moms after Valentine's Day. Did you find someone? No. Are you sure you did it? No. Was someone interested? No. Well, go unbridged, you know? So it's not just like, do this, do that. Like no one wants to see that. They want to see something clever. And that's why I get compensated for my ads right. because I don't, just do that. How did you figure out your worth? Like, what did you learn from my future TikTok um, person? Whatever, I don't know what he calls himself, but he's going to be helping me too. Uh, but yeah. how did you figure out your worth? Well, I'm still, I would say a small creator, but I highlight the big things that occur from it. Like for a small creator, I've done so much with less than 10,000 followers. I already was working for multiple brands and multiple companies. And I would have never expected that. I didn't even expect to get 10,000 followers. And now you're at 20. And now is, we're 20. on the 29th, April 29th. So in case when we're listening, you're at like 50,000. You know, yeah. manifesting here. Uh, right now you're at 20,000. 20, yeah. And I mean, hey, you're killing it at times like, you know. But you <laughs> also. Yeah, no, you're killing it on there. So I wanted to actually compliment you because you're someone who gives me hope that to be a Jewish creator, a purely Jewish content creator, and to be that large, like it is possible. And I believe that you and Jew Crazy are two of the biggest content creators right now who are Jewish on the app and very open about it. You guys, you guys obviously have very different content, but it's really special to see that, at least for me, when I'm trying to get to that point one to know you guys yeah two to love you guys shout out to Jew crazy i think what they do is great yeah. and, and three you know to know that it's possible for me too especially now launching a show 
which was something I would have never expected to do. Yeah, tell us about the show. So the show is called Jewish Mom Approved. And essentially it's Cheryl Sticks, and I bring someone up who's a Jewish influencer. The word influencer is like very like interesting. <laughs> um, so a lot of it has been like TikTok, like we brought on head of Meet Jew and like connecting different Jews together and what that's been like for him in a pandemic. And, you know, he kind of helped me grow a lot. So I kind of felt indebted to him, like, you know, giving back. So that was really special for me. And um, so after Aaron, I did Kosha Dills. He's been a really great friend of mine, really great performer. After Kosha Dills, we had Reagan, who just joined our Lost Tribe community. And she's an up and coming Jewish TikToker. So like to be able to have like a little sister, like someone who started a little late after me, but is doing so well, is also really inspiring to watch and just see people come from that. And I love when Jewish creators reach out to me um and so now it's kind of like using all those connections of people that i've met and bringing them on like learning more about their story about who they are and you know adding them to my show doing a bunch of fun jewish mom things along the way um but you can find the show jewish mom approved on apple music spotify and youtube lost tribe esports jewish mom approved amazing tell me me a little bit about lost tribe also Yeah, so Lost Tribe is essentially trying to cover the Jews who aren't necessarily trying to be Jewish, like people who might not necessarily know their identity and kind of like normalize it and make it cool, like when it comes to sports, when it comes to, you know, shows, like modeling Barstool, but becoming a Jewish version of Barstool, I would say. Oh, I love that. I didn't realize that. I'm like the poster, call her daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I did not make that connection. Oh, so that's so great. And it's something that I didn't grow up knowing, by the way. I grew up in in an Orthodox Jewish world, pretty much in a bubble. And didn't, mm-hmm. and I knew people who were conservative and I, you know, I knew, had a few reformed friends, but I never really understood the connection for people who aren't religious of any kind and how they connect to Judaism. I didn't know any yeah. about that as a kid. Yeah. And it's a really and powerful thing. That's, yeah, that's been a big part of my identity because mm-hmm. in college I was considered to be one of the most Jewish people. Like I would go out of my way to go to Chabad and stay at Chabad too like during specific holidays shut off my phone and just kind of immerse in all of that away from everyone and because I felt like I was going out of my way to do it like I felt more Jewish yeah because I was also encouraging people to come to Chabad all the time like I felt like the orchestrator that like helped make sure that people were involved in their Jewish identity like people might have known me as like the Jewish girl in college but then I leave college and what am I doing I'm still enjoying my Jewish identity how do you identify, I hate, I don't like that word, it's kind of weird, but yeah. in terms of like religiously or not, like where do you put yourself, I guess? I would say modern Orthodox. Um, I really do try, like for me, like I keep kosher, I like in the house and I don't eat unkosher meat, but I do keep unkosher dairy, like out. Um, so it's kind of like, learning like what's best for me too like I'm gonna be living alone eventually right so when I'm living alone it'll be easier with utensils and stuff like right now I have my own utensils I did in college too but stuff would sometimes get mixed together and like what are you supposed to do in a situation like that um 
like having to educate is definitely difficult when you're like not living alone. Right. It kind of makes you feel more powerful in yeah. a way as you do because you have to explain it to someone who didn't know. Mm -hmm. I And I think that's kind of like a task in itself. My roommate, one of my best friends, Shelly, I forced her to go to Chabad with me and now okay. she's like, super big on it and like mm -hmm. loves it and is really you know immersive she's always like a zionist and interested in content like that like she's in the chat as well um and we're like this the two of us so it's it's really nice to like have seen her in college learn to like really really love that because yeah. i feel like there's a lot of like stereotypes um that people don't really know until they try type of situation like my chabad took care of me took me to urgent care when i needed to anytime i was sick sent food to my house like really went the extra mile for me and like our rabbis would like really try to relate like they would come on campus and like get the boys to rap and like if i was around i would make sure i'd be like yo 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 like what do you mean like you're rapping today like come on like rabbi came to the library um so it was it was nice. It was nice to be that person. It's, it's really that a long way to answer your question. No, I love listen. Long winded is my jam. You know what I mean. I love yeah. that you are helping people connect to their faith. It's not about being religious. Jewish is an yeah. identity beyond just how do you practice. And you if know? I can do that just by making people laugh, like I already feel like I've done something right. You know, like you to bring them a lot them in, a, in a light manner and yeah. make people want to be involved or be like that Jewish mom character, like, I know this Jewish person who's just like her, like, even just something like that mm -hmm. is a step in the right direction. And do you see, do you have an idea yet of what you see for your future? Oof, this one's a hard one. It's hard because right now the world is so unpredictable. I had all the answers for you, <laughs> but I also would have never answered with, you know, this persona. So everything kind of took a sharp turn. I mean, with when it comes to jobs within social media, like I'm super fascinated in that now more than I ever thought I would be um, because I've learned to understand it on a different level. I had a conversation with someone that I met from Clubhouse last night who works for TikTok and like now we're friends. So I'm just like really big on meeting people in the social media world mm -hmm. and people who are trying to be influencers. But I'm also really interested in the theater industry. It's just really an unprecedented time for that. Oh, for sure. I mean, so you still potentially could see that in your future based yeah. on how the world- but I don't know. Like if this takes off and you know, my show, my, the first episode got more than a thousand views. I didn't expect oh. that. I didn't expect that at all. And I'm not that person that like forces everyone like, go watch, like go watch. But you know, I, I really do try to encourage it as much as I can in like a not annoying promotional way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, no, and Lost Tribe has been a huge help with like branding my career and like starting all of that. They were the ones who brought up bringing on a show too. Oh, I would wow. never, my friend was telling me you should start a YouTube. I was like, I can't do more than one minute videos. Like I just can't and I can't edit it and I can't come up with content aside from that. But now I have people on a team where we all come up with stuff together. And there's so many people that I have in my life to talk to about all of this stuff like so many Jewish influencers that like it would make sense for me to have had one. Oh yeah. I needed that push and I needed that support. And they yeah, were there's a big power in mentorship. You know, people don't realize 
a lot of people don't have mentors in their life. And I was going to do one TikTok for them. They're like, hey, do you want to show? Yeah, you're like, okay, cool. But it's, I so remember I have a mentor who, no, like we've become really close friends. But when I first started food blogging over 10 years ago, um, right. I didn't understand what food blogging was. I literally was like, what's a food blog? My friend said, oh, you should start one. Cool. I was sharing food on, on uh, Facebook. And yeah. she said, great, start a blog. So I did. And someone I connected with through the food industry said to me, I remember the call. I remember exactly where I was sitting when she said, Melinda, you need to start charging for promotions. Mm. You, and I was like, I don't even, you need to start making money. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. You can make money as a food blogger. Yeah. That was my question to her. I had no clue. And it's a powerful thing to have someone in your life who can mentor you in that way and say, Hey, let's, let's take it up a notch or Hey, it's time for you to start a show. Look at all these connections you have. Let's keep going forward. Do you have any suggestions for people who don't feel that they have a mentor in their life right now? Yeah. Well, first of all, you do. It's yourself at first, mm -hmm. you know, build yourself up and be your own mentor in order to have the faith to come up to someone else. I'm from New York City. I'm a very blunt person and I have a, so many backbones I can't even count. So I'm the type of person who's like a risk taker and has no issue, you know, when I'm on a when I'm on an app like Clubhouse, it's amazing because all of my interactions are like verbal and I miss that the most about quarantine. I would say getting on an app like Clubhouse and putting yourself out there to network with different people is extremely, extremely important. So that is huge. So with Clubhouse, it's an extremely good way to connect to different people all over the world, different connections. So that's been huge. If you're looking for a mentor, I highly recommend going into rooms of your interests and just kind of like talking to different people from there. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I'm hearing a dog in the background barking. That's <laughs> the most perfect way for us to end this because I just, again, dogs are life. And I know that there's a dog hanging out <laughs> right now. So, but I wanted to, to share a little bit about Clubhouse because I think that people yeah. are afraid to go on all the different apps, but each one provides something different, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or, or TikTok or Clubhouse, which is just growing and growing every day. I hesitate sometimes to go on because if I'm like, well, if I'm going to put my time somewhere, I'd rather put it towards TikTok or Instagram. Right. right. When you're looking for these connections, Clubhouse is a really powerful place to find a mentor. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and I'm totally seeing it for you. And if anybody wants you as a mentor, hey guys, you yeah, I'm Libby A. Walker in Clubhouse, and I'm really just down to converse with anyone and have a good time. So, I love that. Well, so my last question for you is will you share with everybody? where they can find you everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Libby Amber Walker on TikTok, Libby Amber Walker on Instagram, Lost Tribe Esports for my show, Jewish Mom Approved. And yeah, Libby Walker on Facebook if you if you're old like that. <laughs> Shoot. I am okay. Right? Yeah, I said TikTok, right? Yeah, TikTok. Uh, yes, you did say TikTok as well. And I am old, so I like Facebook. All right. There's still a whole group of old people. I like Facebook too. I am a huge part of Meet You University doing their TikToks. Um, and that was a Facebook group. So I love what you're doing, connecting people again on Jewish campus, on campus with their Judaism, especially yeah. in a time where it can be very hard to be Jewish on campus. Absolutely. That you're doing that. So you are, you are literally changing the world, Libby. And that's it was such an honor to have you on the show. Thank I, you for having me. I well, called you a, a rising star, but like 
you're already a star, not just a rising star. You're already growing in such amazing ways. And I'm very inspired by what you're doing. I hope that other people listening are inspired and reach out to you with questions as well. Because And where's the best place if they have those kinds of DM me at Libby Amber Walker on Instagram. There you go. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing. I'm so happy you were on. All right, go play with that puppers now. <laughs> okay. All right. Alrighty. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And I hope today's podcast inspired you to take action. I always love to hear from you guys. What are you up to? What challenges you're facing? What are you celebrating? So head on over to Instagram and find me at the real Melinda Strauss and share what you're up to. And if you liked what you heard today and want more just like it, don't forget to subscribe to the Kavana podcast so that you get a notification every time I post a new episode.